Hello, everybody. I'm sorry. Hello. It looks. It looks. It's because it's got to be. Well, maybe we can fix it. No, we just need a bigger one. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, what no, we just need a bigger one. Oh, well, I'll make it work for the next few weeks till we get a bigger one. Okay. We'll make a bigger one. We'll get a fucking bigger one. Yes. That way you have something bigger. Yes. <laughs> Yours is just fine. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are we all doing this fine Tuesday evening? Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's safe and not sick. Uh, we're doing really good. Yes, we are. Right? Right. You got a lot of shit coming up. I got a lot going on right now. <laughs> you got a lot going on. Anyways, we'll use that one for now, and then I'll, we'll change a little bit. I love how I was making the TV all fucked up back uh, there. I, love uh, it. I know. I love it. The TV's not even green. I know it's not. Kind of looks. It kind of looks interesting. Like back to like like purposely did that on purpose. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kind of like that. Anyways, all right. Fuck. Cool. Should we get on the other side of this? Yeah. Hello, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Shanti's in the. General Shinobi's in the chat. Luna girl's in the chat. Dom's uh, in the chat. chat. I I noticed Dom was in the chat. chat. Yeah. We are here. All righty. Go ahead and get on. Let's get this party started. Let's find all the buttons again. And again, we want to give a shout out to Alan on this one. So thanks again, Alan. Yes. I'm Scott. I'm Kim. And this is episode 143, Titanic. Titanic, the 1997 film. Which will, in December this year, celebrate its 25th anniversary. Yeah. We've well, only been 25 fucking years. I know. I mean, I know we're doing a little early. We're a little 11 months early. So at this point, they're still probably doing uh, a lot post, of filming. Well, no, we're probably doing a lot of post production, maybe some second unit stuff. Yeah. But most of it was, most of the main film was already done the, by this time. Yeah. You know, now they're doing the editing and all that crap and, and you know, whatever other shit they got to do. Oh, yeah. But anyways, how are we doing, Kim? I'm doing good. We're good. Should we call the chat? Sure. I mean, we just called them out before we, before we start, but let's go ahead and call them out again. We got Don from the, at the Escape Pod. Oh, B1. General, General Shinobi. Luna Girl. Uh, Tom Jensen, Nicole, a BYT in the house, Backyard Tardis, 
Ooh, we got we got a few uh, friends here tonight. Yes, we do. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And just like just like General Shinobi, at, General Shinobi said, I asked for ice in my drink, not an iceberg on my in my ship. <laughs> well, you know, if they would just uh, use three letters and got rid of the rest of the motherfucker, would have would have sank. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry about that, anyway, but tits don't sink. I know. Same. Anyways, hey, there's Mikey. Hi, Mikey. Anyways, what you got going? Oh, wait, I guess we gotta do business. Yes, we like doing business. Yes, we like to do business first. Don't Kim likes to do business first. Oh, I I usually forget about it and then we go back to it. Which on this end here, we got we got pauses for me because I do gotta apologize to our patrons. So we'll go ahead and we'll thank them first, and then I know. Okay, I dropped the ball. But I'm going to ask for a little help this week. Okay. So, let's get there. Thank you to our Patreons, Luna Girl and Dragon Buddy, Don Dillis-Nuch-Solsky, Brady Big Lovin', Hannah, Mikey, Brinley, and Case. If you want to join our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash usedabusedpod. Now, this is where I'm going to pump the brakes or sidebar this sucker real quick. On Patreon... Up through episode two. I only did two episodes. I was doing really good at, at making sure I was recording what my thoughts were of Book of Boba. Then I meant to do episode three, and then we got busy. And then episode four came out. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just do them back, you know, doing the same, same show. We got busy again. Then I got sick over the weekend. Yes, you did. And so here we are. Now it's friggin' day before chapter five. It's like, holy crap, now I gotta recover three episodes. But I was wondering is if one of our patrons, pretty much it's gonna be one of these things where we probably have to do it early in the morning on Thursday. Okay. Where if anybody wants to join join me to cover these three episodes and give their opinion and whatnot, let me know. I'll shoot you a link. It's not gonna be it won't be live. It's a recorded video that eventually gets that will get loaded up to Patreon and it's only in our Patreon for our patrons. Yes. And of course, so that means covering episode three, four, and five. Yes. You no, know, I mean, I've got some, I got a few things I need to say about three mm-hmm. that I didn't like. Okay. And then, I'm trying to, I don't want to give too much away, but then we cover four. And then, of course, the newest one, five, which then leaves us with two episodes to go. Yes. And yeah. And then once this second, once the show is done, then about a week after it's done, we will come on here on the podcast itself yes. and do our take together. Because no one knows really what your opinion of Book of Boba's been. No, no. We're, we're kind of keeping your your critique of Boba. Yes. Hush. That's right. But anyways, if anybody like wants to join me on Thursday, I like I said, it's going to probably be somewhat early morning for me. Earlier morning because I'll I'll run by with whatever time someone's got on the East Coast just because I know everybody's got a lot of shit to do. Okay. You know, but if anybody wants to join me for a kind of a one-on-one chat where we go over episode three, four, and five of Book of Boba, reach out to me. You guys know where the DMs are. You can DM me. Let me know. We can set up time. And like I said, we'll just record it on uh, StreamYard, and then I'll just take it from there and download it and put it up on Patreon for our Patreon only 
featuring only people. And at that point there, now maybe maybe just as Book of Boba season two comes out, maybe I'll drop those episodes on the on the YouTube's finally almost a year later. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. Kim, we're moving on. Oh god. Search for Use and Abuse Pod today on all our fav on all your favorite podcast apps, including Apple, Google, Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeart Radio, and more. Speaking of which, if you if you're on if you use Apple or uh, Audible, you can actually leave us a review, a one star, two star, three star, four star, preferably five star. But you can leave us a review; and we will read it live on the show. Uh, the last one we had was from his cowgirl, which was was on Apple uh, October of last year. So yeah, if you wanted to shoot that out, go ahead and uh, leave us a message and let it and or leave us a leave us a review, and we'll read it live on the show yes. once we got it. Yes, we are a proud member of the Red Five Network. Go to redfivenetwork.com to find more exciting podcasts. Also, there's a bio dot link. I don't fucking remember it. There's, Anyways, there's a bio link in um, at the top of the, go to go to on Twitter. You'll see at the Red Five Network. Also mm-hmm. down here in the description of our show, you'll see where it says bio link. You click click on that, and it will take you to all 34 shows. I believe now we do have 34 shows now. I know we we got a new one. Yes, and it's called After the Weekend. It's on here. I know but they're they're on YouTube too. So I mean. Yes. Give them, give them a follow. Subscribe to them on YouTube. Obviously, if you subscribe on YouTube, subscribe is just free. You ain't got to pay nothing. It, I think YouTube is about the only one now that's kind of still got the s- subscribe button. Yeah. Where everyone else has kind of got the follow button now. Yeah, exactly. You know, Apple Podcasts now has follow instead of subscribe. Yep. Anyways, you want to read off this list of the Red Five Network? Yes. Go for it. A Star Wars Journey with Ashley and Brandy, After the Weekend, Around the Ring, ATSW Escape Pod, Blue Milk Cafe. You know it's ATSW The Escape Pod, right? It just says, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just reading as it says here. I know, you're reading what is on, on that list. Blue Milk Cafe, Chats with Chewy, I know, Chats with Chewy, Conversations, Croissant Radio Underground, Dork Wars, Extra Star Wars, Force of Light Entertainment, From a Certain Point of View. Galaxy of Queers, Jedi Temple, Archives Podcast, Mighty Marvel Geeks, Pizza and Parsecs, Pod Wars, Press Play Streaming Studios, Rogue One Radio, Salty Nerd, Sarlacc Digest, Gareth Scuttlebutt, Star Wars and Beyond, The Conversations, Conversations, The Lore Be With You, you The Science Fictionary, The Sidebar Cantina, The Snapcast, of course, she is an abused pod. War of the Stars. We be geeks. WSTR Galactic Public Access and Wookie Radio. Oh, you have such a problem with conversations. Every no, week. it's this one right here. The oh, that's the convergence. Yeah, the com- okay, the convergence. How the hell you have a problem with convergence? Sorry, it's called. I wasn't looking at the list. So I didn't know where you were at, yeah. so that was my fault. So yeah, Uh-oh. the convergence. That's convergence. That's with the. Um, uh, 95, 97 Bravo. Okay. So, that's the Red I'm, Five I'm look, I'm family. I'm, 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 I freaking have lost it. Okay. So, as soon as I find it. 
because while we're talking about the Red Five Network, we're going to talk about what's on later tonight. Yes. At 8 p.m. Eastern, Rogue One Radio will be covering Chapter 4 of the Book of Boba, The Gathering Storm. And at 9 p.m. Eastern, Galaxy of Queers will be doing the 1984 flick, The Last Starfighter, which, oh, oh God, I've not seen that yes. movie forever. That was one of those movies where it fucking came on, you know, regardless if it was summer. Yeah. Or whenever it came on, even if it came on, like, when I was a kid, came on regular TV, I was dropping everything and fucking watching that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Anyways, they will be, Galaxy Queers will have special guest Dragon Buddy. Yes. From ATSW, the skate pod. Yes. And that, again, is 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. I agree. I, I agree, Dragon Buddy. It's still good today. Exactly. I just haven't watched it forever. I need to. I need to go watch it. You can check out the Cantina family, and that includes the Sidebar Cantina and the Escape Pod on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps. Sidebar Cantina just did episodes three and four in Book of Boba. Yes. I... Shit. I usually know what... The, um... See, does Kim know what the Escape Pod is? Yes, I do, but I can't remember. <laughs> See how unprepared we are for half this shit? This is what happens when you fucking rush around and try to use things. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, the Explorers. Yeah. And Space Camp. Yeah. That's right. Tooper tomorrow. They're doing a Tooper. Yes, Space Camp. Space Camp. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, I liked it. Okay. I'll admit, I did like it back in the 80s. Yeah. I haven't seen it since, so. Well, the only reason why I seen it is mom was, was in a video club, and that was one of the movies that we wore out. It was a VHS tape. We wore it out. Fuck right. <laughs> remember, remember those times, man? Yeah. Look, buy a VHS movie or record or even record them off fucking like the HBO or something. And then you watch it over and over and over and all of a sudden the motherfucker starts tracking like a motherfucker and all of a sudden. And, and back in the original days of VCRs, you had to track that cocksucker yourself. Yeah, you did. And then when they got the auto track and sometimes they just never track back in like, fuck. No. God, I gotta go buy another copy, or or if it was, I think that's why. Like with like my original trilogy, when I finally okay. got it on VHS, I fucking didn't play. I play it like once in a while. Yeah, I would still go to the rental place and rent one instead of play my personal copy. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. All right, we gotta get this. We gotta get moving on here. Check out the Orange Fest show on Spotify, okay. which yeah. they just did the episode uh, or episode on Jag. Yes, and it says, Tom also put in the chat here, new part of the Orange and Fet show is where I talk about where I talk about books I've read, the book of Boba Fett. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. I also, like I said, you can find them on Spotify. Go check them out. Yes. Also, check out Sweet Studios, Big Sweet's Excellent Adventure, and Tactical Sweet only on YouTube. And Sweet is fucking hella busy. With yeah. Sweet Studios, yes, he is. I can't imagine what the hell he's going to pull out, pull out next. I uh-huh. mean, I, honestly, I think when it comes down to it, I would like you know, if, if I had to choose, like, at, have him do something, right? I wouldn't mind seeing him take like uh, Frank Sinatra's "My Way." Oh yeah, and just give it a little bit of a crunch to it. Yeah, you know, a little little kind of metal or even like an, an alternative sound to it. Sound to it. Yeah. I would kind of like that. Yeah. 
Don't forget to smash the like button. And if you are new to the channel, click subscribe and then click the bell to be notified when we go live. Sorry, you have a quick button. That's okay. You can find Used and Abused Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us at used, used and abused pod at gmail.com. Again, that and is spelled out A and D. Our website is usedabusedpod.com, all lowercase. There you can find links to all of our episodes, link to our YouTube videos, re especially replays of our live shows, link to our merch store, and link to our Patreon under the donate button. You can also leave us a message and click that subscribe to be notified. Again, the subscribe button is you're subscribing. It doesn't mean you're paying for anything, but you can be notified by email when a new audio. audio Audio, Audio only God. episode becomes available. Jesus Christ. Go to chiefofpublic.com and search for used abuse pod, all lowercase, all together. Or our merch store. There, you're, there are t shirts, tank tops, hoodies, face masks, onesies, copy mugs, and etc. Yes. We got to get a new design up there, too. I know you do. As a reminder, all links are in the show notes and pinned to the top of our Twitter page. And now we get to have a little fun. Yes, we do. Because something's coming up for a certain somebody. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, but we're going to do this. I've actually made a little ad for her. So let's go ahead and play the ad real quick and then okay. we'll get going. Okay. All right. So here, good. here, Kimberly, this is the first time you're hearing this ad. Matter of fact, here, let me go ahead and give you the cans. Okay. Let you freaking put them on so you can hear it. Hear the full thing because I did this earlier this morning. So you've not heard this. No. Or at least all of it put together. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. You sure? I'm sure. Mark your calendar and invite a friend or two. Get ready to learn recipes and tips to make meals out. Fill your lifestyle with some of Pamper Chef's best products. Don't miss out on the fun coming Friday, January 28th. New launch party for Pamper Chef or Kimberly. Copy the website off your screen. And also look down in the description for the link to Kimberly's launch party for Pamper Chef this Friday, January 28th. And there we go. Throw the website right back up there. What'd you think? I like it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so this Friday, January twenty eighth, Kim is doing her launch party for Pamper Chef. Yes. Again, that link is right now down at the bottom of the of the show or at the screen. Also, for those audio listeners, obviously you're getting this episode on Friday, so you've got everybody's got until October fourth to go and order some October. Oh my God. February fourth. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, this is Andy. Okay. All right, we're just gonna jump. All the months and get to October already. Oh, please, no. 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 Fuck it. I'm ready to move forward. Let's just go to October. No. Get Halloween put up and, and no. let's just go. No, 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 no. Anyways, please, so, no. This Friday, January 28th, Kim will be doing membership launch party. I am. And it, it's a virtual party. It's all on Facebook. Um. Also. And, and, and if here's you, the thing. If you don't have Facebook, all you have to do is go to this uh, website right there. And it gets you into the products. Right. And again, like I said, you go down in the description right at the top of our description of the show, or right below where it says on this episode, you'll find the link. You can click it. You can order starting now. 
Yes. And you got until October fourth. February fourth. I want this fucking year over. See, I already want. I want to skip my fucking birthday. I know February fourth. Also, if you follow me on Twitter, it's also been tweeted too. The website's been tweeted right. on my Twitter and page. She'll, she'll tweet it a little bit more. Yeah, I'll anyway. tweet it a little bit more. All right, enough of your fucking promotions. Yes, dear. Back to back to her. Can I get my show. phone now? Oh, you want your phone? Well, yeah, I got to eat. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> oh Lord. <coughs> oh, sorry. Anyways, uh, try thinking. Is there anything else we got? No. Yes, no, maybe. No. Oh, I know. What I want to talk about it real quick. Go. It, it's a little sports news. Oh yeah. That the FIA, which is a uh, the governing body over Formula One, they have come out and stated that they will not be deciding upon what happened at the end or the final race of the season last year at Abu Dhabi. They will not be deciding upon, upon it until like a week to two weeks before the start of the season. Yeah. So I think they're calling Lewis Hamilton's bluff. Oh. According to Total Wolf of Mercedes, Lewis will not come back until he hears what their uh, what their uh, what their decision is. Decision is. So unfortunately, about that is is by that time, if he don't have a his seat fitted or whatnot and all this good stuff, he may not have a car for the first race of the season. Yeah, because they're they're doing new so cars this year. If he, if he really is contemplating whether or not coming back to go for an eighth title, which would be a uh, uh, record breaker, record breaker. Thank you. Uh, you know, he just needs to leave and let someone else come up. You know, but anyway, so. Uh, the FIA says they're not going to say shit about it until about one to two weeks before the start of the season. Listen, I honestly, though, I honestly think they've already made a decision. They're just not going to let anybody know. I well, well, of course they did. They're calling the bluff of Mercedes and yeah. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, they are. It, I mean, it's getting a little political. I mean, that, and that's all on the new president of the FIA. Yes, it but is. Anyways, uh, other than that, we got anything else? Nope. I know. No. All right, let's get into Titanic. Yes. Let's do. So, I guess first thing is, nineteen ninety seven came out in December of ninety seven. Uh, I guess the first question, Kim, would be: Is did you see this movie in the theater? Yes, I did. Actually, I believe. And by the way, it was released in the United States, December nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Yes, I did see it because I believe it was what I chose to. It was my around my birthday. Right, two days after your birthday. Yep, two days after my birthday, and I chose to go to the movie and take the family with me. And so I believe we went over to Winnemucca for this one. And that's Winnemucca, cute. that's Winnemucca, Winnemucca Nevada, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Winnemucca, which Nevada. Is 53 miles away from our old hometown of Battle Mountain, Nevada. Nevada. Yes. You go 53 <laughs> miles to the west, and there you go. It's northern Nevada. So it means wintertime. <laughs> winter time it's kind of this one fun but this happened to be the weekend where we were having a break in the winter weather that year and Ooh, yeah and so dad had dad already worked over to, in winnemucca so we just met him over there and he had <laughs> this is this is the cute story that goes with this he had worked all well, day hang on a minute nicole says you remember seeing the trailer for the first time and couldn't believe how beautiful it looked yes Yes. And by the way, I want to say, hey, DB. DB's in the house. Oh, I said hello. Oh, they, oh okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd let you say hello. Oh, yeah. 
I like, I like to say hello on on live on screen. Anyway, oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt your no, story. No. Are you so, gonna Are you gonna go fully into your story here? Are Are you going as far as I think you're going? If they want me to stop, I can. But we'll only stop for a minute. Okay. Because well, that'd be a nice little sidebar okay. as we get to that part of the movie. Okay. Yes. So, but yeah, it was yeah, a family was, trip, right? To to uh, Winnemucca. So. Right. It was definitely a family trip. trip. Now, me personally, yeah, no. It wasn't on my radar. It wasn't. I know. But then again, you got to realize, too, if it wasn't advertised on Sunday for, you know, Sunday football yeah. games, I didn't see it. Sunday or Monday, I didn't see it. Yeah. And I sure hell don't remember it being advertised during Monday Night Raw or WCW Monday Nitro. Yeah. I don't remember it at all being ever advertised during those shows. Probably wasn't. You know, so it wasn't advertised during football. It wasn't advertised during wrestling. So, well, I didn't. I didn't. And see that it. I in '97, I wasn't watching shit no. on TV besides I, football and wrestling. I think I came across it in the paper or talked to the theater. I can't remember how I come across it because I don't even yeah, remember you guys, seeing. You guys the, still watch fucking regular terrestrial TV? TV. Back then. I know, but I don't even remember if I ever seen the trailer to it. Well, I mean, it's 25 years ago. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for you to go, it's been 25 years. Yes, it has been 25 years. Fucking Rosary called it after 84 fucking years, so come on. Hey. What's your goddamn excuse? I don't know. Oh, I hit the microphone. Anyways, let's get into this a little bit. Okay. So, again, we were talking about 1997 American epic romance. And disaster film directed, written, produced, and co-edited by James Cameron, incorporating both historical and fictionalized aspects, it is based on the accounts of the sinking of the RMS Titanic, and stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet as members of different social classes who fall in love aboard the ship during the its ill-fated maiden voyage. Oh, uh, you know what? I meant to tweet out a freaking photo. What's up? Which I'm going to do that real quick. Okay, while you do that, I'm going to read it what the chat is here. No, go ahead. Because I think this is easy. I just got back and you guys are giggling your asses off. <laughs> oh, and, sh- and, and, sh- and General Shinobi says I was so in love with Leo. No kidding! <laughs> okay. <laughs> That the one? That is the one. All right, I'm gonna tweet this real quick, and I'm gonna go hashtag facts because this is fucking true. I know because it was. No, yeah. no, you don't know what I. You don't know what I just tweeted. All right, so everybody's on Twitter. You barely can see. So it's a picture of Rose and Jack, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Kate Winslet right after the fucking that photo. He painted a photo of her, yeah, right? Yeah. And it says on the top, Romeo died. Because of Juliet, Jack died because of Rose. Stay single if you want to live. <laughs> I put hashtag facts. Okay. Fucking truth. Anyways, let's move on. The movie was distributed by. Oh, God, it's lost. There we go. No, I don't. Oh, the music was by James Horner. Yes. Distributed by Paramount Pictures in North America and 20th Century Fox internationally. 
Again, the release dates were November 1st, 1997 in Tokyo, December 19th, 1997 in the United States, and December 20th, 1997 in South Africa. Running time is 195 minutes. The budget for the movie was $200 million, and its box office total, it took in $2.2 billion. Oh, yeah. That's with a fucking B. Yeah, it, it was... It was actually really a a high a high grossing movie. I mean, we we couldn't get until the when we went to the theater, we had to go the pretty much either the late show or the middle show because it was always sold out. All right, so I just want to read this a little bit right here. Cameron's inspiration for the film came from his fascination with shipwrecks, and he felt a love story intersped, right? Or in, in, inner whatever the fuck. Inter, the hum- interspread, interspriced. Interspressed. I don't see an eye. Interspressed. Anyways, quit. With the human loss would be essential to convey the emotion, impact of the disaster. Production began in 1995 when Cameron shot footage of the actual Titanic wreck. That is true. Right. He went down. He went. He did. He did go down. I see submersible. Him. Yes, I did see it's that. This part is on the. Uh huh. On the on the a lot of the extra shit that came out with the DVD, Blu-ray, and shit. Oh, I seen the I seen the documentary on it. I s- oh, you watched the National yeah. Geographic or Discovery, where the fuck yeah. is on? I watched the because they were having a Titanic uh, Titanic commemoration month, and his documentary on how he went down and saw it was oh, one of them. Uh, the modern scenes. The modern scenes on the research vessel were shot on board the Arkham Arkademic. Where the hell are you seen R? Uh. uh I cannot pronounce Academic. it. Thank you. Sounds good. I'm not right. Miss, Miss Tiff Keldish, which Cameron had used as a base when filming the wreck. Scale models, computer-generated imagery, and a con- reconstruction of the Titanic built at Baja Studios were used to recreate the sinking. The film co-financed by Paramount Pictures and 20th Century Fox. The former handled distribute Distribute, yeah, distribution in North America. Why the latter released the film internationally? It was the most expensive film ever made at the time, with a production budget of two hundred million dollars. Right. Okay, we're gonna go into that later. Look like getting to the plot. I'm sure Kim is gonna. You guys know how Kim rolls every time well, something is missed. Since we're getting into the plot of this, do you want me to do the story now? No, because it doesn't oh. happen yet. Okay. It's getting close. We got to get there first. Okay. In 1996, aboard the research vessel, the Keldish, Brock Lovett and his team searched the wreck of the RMS Titanic. They recovered a safe they hope contains a necklace with a large diamond known as the Heart of the Ocean. Instead, they only find a drawing of a young nude woman wearing the necklace. I just saw you move. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something. The sketch is dated April 14, 1912, the same day the Titanic sunk and struck an iceberg. Rose Dawson Calvert, the woman in the drawing, and her granddaughter are, well, we didn't know that at the time, are brought up. Okay, whoa, whoa. Oh, uh, okay. no. Hold it. We, we just missed all the goddamn it parts. Parts, yeah, we did. I'll be goddamned. They also, well, I'll be goddamn like everybody that's fucking goddamn. That's because he got the satellite call from Rose. No, 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 no. No, he was goddamn when they first were, when they were cleaning off the picture. Yes. Then they went to the show, the, the video 
think where he's there, he, he'd be interviewed, right? And here comes, remember Rose is doing the fucking... It's called pottery. I was going to get there. And all of a sudden, she walks in, looks out, turn it up, dear. Yes. And, well, I'll be... And so he says, when he, when like I said, when they're uncovered, like, I'll be goddamn. And then when she does it, I'm just like, okay, well, everybody's goddamned all of a sudden. And then she gets on the phone to call... Then, yes. Then she gets on the phone to call him. Bobby, we're thinking these submersibles. You want this call. So then, then she gets on and, to, and asks him, have you found the heart, heart of the, the ocean? ocean. <laughs> that look he gets. I know. Like, oh my. <coughs> so, anyway, excuse me. And Brock Love is played by fucking late, great. Um, Bill Paxton. Exactly. Yep, RIP, buddy. Yep. Definitely miss you, bud. We do. We all miss you. Yeah. And so then they're inbound. Yes. So, and of course, this other guy wearing the fucking face with the fucking bullet hole through the middle. You know, well, she's she's a damn liar. You know, he did all this research on Rose Calvert. You know, popped out a few kids. And, I did the, and then Brock Freeman says, well, you know, everyone aboard that knows about this diamond are dead except her. Yeah. Well, then she's an old goddamn yeah. liar. <laughs> yeah. And that was actually, I think that was actually one of the production crew that did that part. Uh, I'd have to look the guy up. I believe at one point, I remember, I think I heard something. It was actually a guy that fucking, uh, it was a friend of Cameron's or something. Yeah. Dude, who just happened to be on set that day yeah. and they just fucking used him. And yeah. and then of course we get to the next part where the fucking hell you know, they they're in, they helicopters are in bounce, they land, they're taking all their shit off off the fucking helicopter. All of a sudden he he yells at Bobby goes, Doesn't travel light, does she? she? <laughs> My good God. Uh, and then of course they go down into the staying rooms, and that's where Brock comes back down, and and then she introduces her him to her, her granddaughter, granddaughter, which the granddaughter's like, "Oh yeah, don't you remember Nana? We met up on deck." <sighs> yes, <laughs> I love it because it's like, you know, that they're making it like she might have a problem with her fucking memory to a point. Yeah, but it's like I love I'm loving this shit, and then it's like, is there anything I can get get you other than pretty much? She's like, I want to see my photo. Yeah. And then they go down to see the photo, and the granddaughter says, you think this is you, Nana? Wasn't I a dish? Yeah, exactly. I love this shit, man. And so, then the one guy, the, guy, the bigger guy, he freaking goes through the whole fucking, goes right down the fucking Titanic. How, how it fucking hit the iceberg, how it fucking started sinking, how it fucking... But it's snap had its ass sticking up in the air, and that's a big ass. And then they bobbed up and down a few minutes, and then went down and crashed. You know, it all went underwater. Yeah, and <laughs> and all Rose can say was that was a very good description. No, it was it was an interesting something like interesting way. Just uh, I can't remember now. Fuck. I can't either. But it was some smart oh remark. Oh, it was a fucking hellacious smart remark. And so then she goes back and starts looking at all the submer all the pictures they've had of the submersible. And then they all come closer, you know, and... And she's looking she, at well, the, well, she had kind of a little a moment, and the granddaughter's like, no, I'm taking you back. You know, taking you back to your room? No. No. And, and That's when you see her they, look at the stuff. Right. They, right. Her stuff. Well, she's looking she, at her stuff, and then she's also looking at pictures of the Titanic. Titanic yeah. And she's starting to... Re- Remember what... Because well, there's a couple of scenes there where she's walking, 
you, you got the doors from the underwater Titanic, uh-huh. and then you have the where she's walking through. Yeah. Which is friggin' hella awesome. Yeah. They did a hell of a job with this. I don't think I ever saw that one by but I'm intrigued. <laughs> My favorite variation of Titanic version of Titanic is, is Thumbtack. God. Oh, anyways. So, see, I just got derailed. Yes, did. It wasn't. It wasn't General Shinobi that derailed me. No. So then they all sit down. Tell us what, and pretty much he's saying, tell us what you remember there. Forgetting to hit record on, or hit record on the tape recorder. And she goes, it's been 84 years. And he says, you take your time. And, Do you want to hear this or not? Well, no, he, he pretty much made it like fucking, you know. You know, like, like, oh, I understand it's been this long, you know. And then he's like, do you want to hear this or not, Mr. Love it. It's been 84 years. And then we start switching and, over from Well, she, current, said, she says, I can still smell, smell the it. newness of the dishes and the well, furniture. The china had been used. Is, yeah. You can still smell the fresh paint. The linens yeah. hadn't been slept in yet. And then it starts doing the transition from the boat underwater to, to 1912. And at this point. Okay. I'm up sidebar real quick on here because this is where they built the, the replica portion uh-huh. of it. And but when they build it, you only build one side of the sh- of the ship. Uh huh. So what they did is they literally painted everything backwards on all the signs and everything. And when they filmed it, they then turned it back over, ran it backwards to get everything correctly on the right side for for yeah. them loading the ship. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to bring that up. Oh yeah. This is where we get to my story, Kim's story. Okay, so Dad was working for high grade at the time, and he he just say he's a fucking milkman. He was a milkman. And so he was up between 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning to get over and get his route. So like I said, we did meet him over there. We got our tickets. And we had basically the theater to ourselves. So he sat one spot. Well, we sat the other. And he was snoozing away. Yeah, up, up to all up, this, he's yeah, fucking, he's yeah, in and out of sleep. Yeah. He, had, he worked his ass That's off. That's off, yeah. So he was in and out of sleep. I love this fucking this story. Whole, this whole first part of this movie then as he so kindly put it when that redhead stepped out of the car with the hat his eyes flew right open and he did not fall asleep after that which he's speaking of seeing kate winslet as rose yes step out of the car in 1912 to get as she put it to be it was back to america in in chains chains because she says it was uh because rose says it was uh Dream ship for most, but for me, it was a slave ship taking me back to America in chains. Right. Well, huh. anyways, I know I just, okay, so yeah, I really, oh, okay, so they, blah, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. then I love that one part, okay, and it was just, it, it, I kind of, we kind of skipped ahead here, but there's that one part with the little girl and the father. Yeah. So this is the thing you see just before Rose. Yes. And before Rose shows up, and the father's like, oh, it's a big boat. It's a ship, Daddy. Yeah. You're right. It's a ship. Yeah. I love that so much because it's like, dude, who, for those of us that have kids, anytime you say something kind of wrong or in their mind not right, they fucking correct your ass. Yes. And so it was kind of one of those throwbacks for, for parents, yeah. I thought. Yep, it was. Anyways, 
you forgot where we're at in the in the actual plot because I've kind of lost it. Yeah, this is where um, you just got it because now she says, "Okay, so we got to the the Southampton part." So she and her widowed mother, um, or the Titanic, or the Titanic with Cal Hockley. Oh, he's a piece of work. We'll, we'll go into him. Hey, later. Yeah, but played by Billy Zane, man. Yeah, I mean Billy Zane played a damn good character. But he was a piece of work. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, yeah. So so at this time she's engaged to to Cal because Cal's going to resolve their financial problems then, and maintain their upper class status and maintain their upper class status because of her because uh, the dad left him with mounds and mounds of debt. Her father, yeah, left the mother, With, and, yeah, right. mounds and mounds. Anyway, yeah. so meanwhile, Jack Dawson, a poor young artist who we find is playing a game of poker, yes. And what go ahead, <laughs> definitely agree with that. I you know, agree, we, I agree, General Shelby. Cal is an asshole, but, but God did Billy, Billy Zane, Zane fucking sell it. Sell it. <laughs> God. Anyway, so we got Jack and Fritzio, how you say it, uh-huh. playing poker yeah. with a couple other dudes. One's Sven. And um, yeah, we get to the point where it's like, you bet everything. And Jack pretty much says, well, well, you ain't got nothing. You don't have nothing. Exactly. Much, which I love. The other guy gets all pissed off because Sven pretty much put up their fucking t- t- Titanic tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and so they go around, get the cars that they need, come around, looks at the free day. Pulls the cars. And the next guy, nothing. Uh Sven's got what? What do you have? Uh two, I two don't or know. pair? Pair, I think, yeah. And then Jack looks at fucking and says, I'm sorry. And he starts cussing him out, which yeah. I love. Oh uh, yeah. You're not gonna see your mama for a very long time because you're going to America. Full house, boys! Yeah. <laughs> and then that friend just spent fucking grab the whole fucking jacket. Sorry, it was like, oh god, yeah. Yeah, so you get for and I was like, when I'm when I'm first watching this movie, all I'm thinking is, oh my god, that's what you get for celebrating fuck. Uh-huh. And then also he just fucking turns knocks out his fan. I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. And then as they're celebrating, the bartender pretty much lets them know, no yeah, mate, okay. Titanic go to America in <laughs> yeah, five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes. Oh shit! No, and see, before they boarded, before anybody boarded, they had to go through medical to check for license stuff. Right, people had to go through medical to be checked for license. You got a beard, you did it. Beard yeah. check, all your hair, all that stuff. And so here they're running. Him and Jack and Fritzio are just running towards their loading area. Yeah. And I'm carrying back and forth for much. This is a, it's a fun banter back and forth between uh-huh. Rizzio and, and Jack. And it hurt. And we're passengers. They get up on the deal. And Hander takes over. And the guy asks you if you've been to the medical station. And Jack's like, well, of course. But we are we don't have lights. We're Americans. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they get on board. They go run up to the top as Titanic is leaving the port. Yes. On its maiden and fateful mm-hmm. voyage. Yes. Yeah. What? 
Oh. Oh, yeah, we need some wrench move, movement. Nicole's <laughs> got up there as wrenches. Yeah, I killed my I don't have YouTube up on my phone. Oh, she's wrenched him. Oh, she says. Nope, actually, Dragon Buddy's wrenched him. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Buddy's. Buddy DB. Dragon Buddy's <laughs> wrenched him. Oh, damn. He's throwing the wrench now. We had we had a we, we had the wrench fight going on now between husband and wife. Yes, I love it. <laughs> that was his wrench time. Oh, yep, Sherry blocked. So yeah, and that's the thing is too. Yeah, if you block them personally from your own, your own, uh, you block people from personally from your own YouTube uh, channel or account thing it won't pop up yeah because i i've done that before on other channels not even the red five networks ones but some other channels i follow like chicken can i did that to mm -hmm. a couple of people i didn't want to talk to anymore they were being dicks and yeah you never see them come back which is funny because when people start talking to them it's like what the fuck <laughs> what that came to the chat so we just lost the movie no <laughs> we just sunk to that tank again we didn't get to the sex scenes the fuck? <laughs> no, it's the call goes go DB. Your DB says crack. General Sonobi says blue wrench boy. Uh, and so, then Luna Girl says I blocked them in the past, so I can't see them. Damn bot. So anyway, so then they stop at their first stop where they pick up uh, Molly Brown. Yes. Which they Rose mentions that uh. History will have her become, or will know her as the unthinkable Molly Brown. Which I did some research on that, and that is part of the truth to the movie. There was actually a woman on Titanic yeah. that was called the unsinkable Molly Brown. No shit. Hey, I didn't know how close this was to Titanic, so once I saw it, I did research on this. Well, just see how close the fucking actors? Yeah. Like, like Molly, uh, Oh shit! Who the hell fucking? It was Bates. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. How much like Kathy Bates? Fucking um, the guy that played uh the the captain. All like all the fucking main players. White White Star employees. The White Star employees, including Esme. Yeah. How much they all look like the yes. real fucking people of 1912. No, I know, I know, but I had to make sure that Hollywood was not making these people up. Because you know, there's a fucking movie made by. By MGM back like in the 50s, 40s, called the Unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah. I have no idea if it was close to the fucking right decades. I don't know. Anyways. So after picking her up, they set sail and rose to start over her loveless engagement. Climbs over the stern railing intended. Oh, what, what was it? What was it? What did her mother call Molly Brown? New, New money. money. Because her husband had struck gold in the West. Hey, man. Fucking back. That was actually, actually after the gold rush days. Yep. Anyways. Distraught. Wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Hold it. Wait a minute. No, they go to dinner first. No. Um, oh, yes. She goes to jump on the fucking rail? Yes, they go to dinner first because she uh, she's smoking and her mom says, you know, you know I don't like that. And she gives her mom the dirtiest look. And then, and then Cal, her her piece of work fiance says she knows that takes a cigarette and does that. Then he orders for both of them. And Molly Brown says, what Cal, are you going to cut her meat too? 
you're fine. So, and was, was that was that at that point? Was I think it was okay. Anyways, yeah, yeah, but you're right. So anyway, so yeah, so then she runs to. Uh, she climbs, runs halfway across. Actually, she that was the point where she goes out on the deck. She excuses herself, goes out on the deck. Cal comes back, has her come back in. This is when this is when uh, Jack first sees her because he's on the deck doing drawings. Right. She runs by him. No, she's on the upper deck. And Cal, because oh. his friend's there, he's by here. And he, she says, excuse me, walks out to the deck, gets some air. He does this. And his friends that they met says, angels fly out of your ass before you'll get her. And his other friend goes Dude, like this. And he's so entranced with her that he doesn't, doesn't realize it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going by with what they're doing here. So this is where we're going to go. Okay. It's wrong, but go ahead. Well, I know that. And anyway, so she's distraught over her level of engagement, climbs over the stern railing, intending to jump overboard. Jack appears and coaxes her back onto the deck. The two develop a tentative. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, but then she loses, her, as he's trying to bring her back across, she loses her footing, which then makes her scream. Yeah, and gets the tension. As he's pulling her back over. Plus, when she steps, she steps on her dress, which ripped her dress. So he gets pulled back over. And, of course, by the time the Sword of Arms gets there, what does it look like? Yeah, I know. It looks like a fucking race scene. Yes. And then, of course, we get Cal and all them over there. And she's like, I'm trying, I was just trying to see the, 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 you know, thinking, first of all, you're redhead, not blonde. So what the fuck? She's playing this off good, though. I know she is. I know she is. The propeller. And then that one guy, the older gentleman who played uh, Dr. Bombay, fuck, I can't remember his goddamn name because he also was in uh, Harry Potter, I think. Damn it. Oh, I can't remember his fucking name now. It saved my life. Anyways, he made the mention that women in uh, machinery. machinery. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can definitely tell this was fucking 1912. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, go on, Kim. Then, so then, uh, he they turn to Jack and says, and asks, "Is this what happened?" Jack says, "Yes," and he says, and then Cal, "Oh, the boy's a hero." Yeah, the boy's a hero, and then he gives him twenty dollars, <laughs> and Rose says, "What is that? Is that? Oh, is the that boy rape for your love?" Yeah. Oh my God. See, see, General Shelby says, "I'm right." Oh, boy, I swear to God, you know, I, we ever get an opportunity, we need to buy like a fucking wrench trophy. Yeah, we do. And then keep trying to somehow like go back through your watch or something, figure out somehow how to tally up how many fucking wrenches somebody throws. And then at the end of every year, we give out the wrench trophy to the, to the moderator who throws the most wrenches. <laughs> Oh, so, fuck. so, 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 oh, shit. so then, uh, uh, he invites him to dinner. 
invites Jack to dinner. <laughs> and <laughs> she rents power drunk. Anyway, so yeah, so they, uh, so Cal's like, ooh, Rose is not, not happy. What do you want to do? And then he pretty much invites him to dinner. Yes. Yes. And then before dinner, um, let me get back to the fucking plot line, dear. I think. Let's see where it jumps to. Yeah. I've lost, I, I've lost all my phone now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because I know it's either, it is. It is because they're out on the deck again, and he's teaching her how to spit. And no, the, that's yeah, that's but that's before. Well, before that, he they she he was showing her uh, his drawings when they were actually oh, walking yes. on deck. Yes, they were when she was walking on deck because they were walking together, and he was thinking her. And he after they had their little tiffy argument, that after he asked her if she loves him, then she actually sits down and looks at the drawings. And then they go to over to the deck and teaches her how to spit. So they're spitting, and along comes Mister Mister. I need to know where Rose is at the same time. Control freak. No, 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 no. Mommy, mom, and Molly Brown and all them came oh, up. Oh yeah. And then they fucking ring the fucking dinner bell or yeah. the, the triangle. And at that point, there fucking Molly makes a fucking. Oh, what the hell is she saying? She God says, damn it. She says she's calling, they're calling us to dinner like a herd of cattle. That's what it was. And so, obviously, she sees Jack is very gross. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to talk to him. He's all, yeah, yeah. Watch her walk away. <laughs> and, and, and what are you going to wear? <laughs> and he goes like this. And he and Molly says, that's what I thought. You're going into the snake pit. <laughs> and that's when, <laughs> that's when he, she brings her, brings him back to her stateroom. And he borrows a tuxedo that was going to be for her son. son. And that's when he says, I thought so. You're the same size as my son. And so then this is the first. Then we finally see the. Uh, oh, Lord Almighty. I like I almost hit stop cam. That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's right. They do say that you. She, she did say you shine up like a penny. So there we go. Yeah, that's right. That was the other thing. Molly. Molly dresses him up, and then you sh- you, shine you shine up, up like, like a new, new penny. penny right? Yeah. See, this send you an invite right now. Just get Chantal on here. So keep yeah. it straight. Yeah, and so I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and I haven't really okay. So real quick, let me sidebar real quick. So as you heard, as we talked about earlier, Kim went. And, Kim and her family. So it had been uh, you. Your two brothers, your parents, yes, and your sister Karina, who yes. was my late wife. Yes. So I didn't see this movie. I finally bought the VHS tapes, mm-hmm. and they're still sealed. Two, yeah. Two tape VHS tape still had never opened them until I started dating your sister. Yes. And we'll leave it at that for right now. I saw it seven times in theaters. Whoa. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, if, if if we really need to go on it, I saw tape one about 25 times. I never saw the end of the fucking movie. No, you did it. That's for, uh, that's for, that's for an after dark show. <laughs> yes, that is for an after dark show. 
not right now. Oh, but anyway, and also just a little bit of information. When the when the first half of the movie ended, there was actually a break in the theater. So, and we we they told us that we could go get our go get our popcorn and soda and candy. All right, well, we're not there yet. I know, but all right. So at this point, we're going to dinner. Yes, we're going to dinner. And 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 behind us, I love this fucking green screen. Yeah, behind us, you'll see the grand staircase. So you're seeing these people come down from both ends. First class come down from both ends. He's one of them. So he comes down this grand staircase, and that pole that's over here that you see, <laughs> he hides behind, trying to figure out how to act like a oh, gentleman. Fuck. Dude, <laughs> you do not realize. No, 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 no. I'm sidebarred this motherfucker. Oh my god, you do not realize the fucking chat today. And I don't mean like chat, like YouTube chat. I mean like a chat, a behind the scenes, the behind the red five scenes for chat. Oh my fucking God today. So I'm sorry. You just said Paul and it's just fucking my mind went straight to the gutter again. I figured. Anyways, we were talking about that Paul, one of these Pauls. Yeah, he he's hiding behind it or, or laying up against it, trying to figure out how to be a gentleman. Because he's, he's not sure how to be a gentleman. Well, in the meantime, Cal comes down with her mother and um, says hi and that she'll be down shortly, not even, not even putting two and two together that it is Jack. And right. so she comes down. He gives her, he, in, he intertwines his arm with hers. They go over to where Cal's at and Cal and then Rose says, Cal, you remember Jack, don't you? And then that's when he says, oh, yeah, I do remember Jack. And then they go, they actually go into dinner. They have a dinner conversation, which is an interesting dinner conversation. And <laughs> as soon as the dinner's through, he exited, he exits, and she exits, and they go down to the steerage deck, as they call them, which is third class, and party hardy down there. There's a party down there. So they're attending this party. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hi, Ro. Hey, Ro and Jack. Yeah. Oh. Hi, Ro. I'm sorry. I I literally, I, this is what I see, okay? I'm, like, looking through because I see all this, you know, sex bot shit come up, right? I see, literally, I'll say, damn it, I'm frosting the cake. Then I see, literally, before that, then says sex bots. Then, but right after that, I, I, I see General Shinobi say, hi, Ro. And I went, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, but, yeah, hey, Ro. Oh, hey, baby girl. <laughs> Good God. Where is it? There it is. <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> this is what happens when Scott does not have a decent amount of sleep. <laughs> Oh, your damn fault. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Go ahead, Kim. She won. So they're down. I'm not even reading the plot anymore. They're basically oh. down. They're basically oh, down in, in Surridge. Party and Hardy and dancing. She gets up and dances. And. <laughs> oh, God. And so they have a good time. And then, 
And then the next day is Sunday because it's all Saturday. I believe the next day is Sunday. So the first thing is they're on the promenade deck drinking wine or champagne or whatever they were drinking back then. And he, and uh, Cal's talking to Rose. And that's where Rose gets defiant. And then he he slaps her. And, oh, fuck. Yeah, slaps her. And then leaves. And that and it's like it's like, okay, Cal, you can't control your future fiance outside of her mama. But the problem was, let's see, you gotta look at it this way though. That was 1912. Yeah. That was the way it was back then. I so know, we really but, Rose was definitely a woman ahead of her time. Yeah, but you but I mean if you're going to have a fiance, you've got to control her and not have her mom control her. No, you don't but no, give it excuse me. I can tell you when you're my girlfriend. No, like, but I'm just saying back. I'm talking the time, the time era. I know. That time era, women were controlled by men. Might as well fucking have red flag after dark. <laughs> but back in the time era, men controlled women. Well, if he couldn't control his fiance in that time era and had to have her mommy control her, there was something wrong. I'm just saying. I know. I know. This is the one part of the movie I had a fucking problem with. And I had to keep reminding myself of in this movie that it's 1912, Scott. It's 1912. It's not today. Or at least yeah. 98, 99 when yeah. I finally fucking saw it. You know, this it's 1912. Remember, it's 1912. Yeah. Yeah, where women had no rights. And then so her mom comes in and dismisses the the maid because Titanic had everything from maids to cooks to everything right definitely Chantal or Shinobi for the the time period Cal's behavior was acceptable and what it really was was. it was but I'm just saying you know he can never control her never he can never she was definitely a free thinker yeah and only time she could control her is through her mama to a point. To a point, but even her mom couldn't control her. Well, it was like that time, and I, and I don't know where we're at in the movie. I don't know if we're gonna if this is coming up or whatnot. But it like that like, when they have fucking lunch. That's the next. That's the next part because right and, now and, she's coming and in, and her mom's they're all talking. In. They're all talking to Esme about oh, great name Titanic, you know. Other yeah. than then she yeah. Rose pops up the thing about Freud, and of course that is a fucking punchline in the fucking movie. You know, because it's all about the male context of yeah, you guys yeah. <laughs> name these big yeah. So Which, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, his name Titanic. Of course, the motherfucker's gonna think if it named it Tit, it would have floated. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, I had to do it again. Oh, I know. But anyway, so yes, they're discussing Titanic, and then the next day is when all this goes down, and then she comes in, and her mom comes in and tightens the the corset <laughs> on her. Get to the car, Jesus. We're working on it. Well, you're not working. Never mind. I know I ain't working fast enough. Yeah, let's get to the steamy shit. Anyway. <laughs> Go study for your <laughs> But the problem is, I don't need. All right, sidebar real quick. So, the girl's telling. 
Beagle study for his pod. For his, it, I, I'll tell you one thing right now. More than likely, he got was last starfighter. He probably he got to do much studying. No, he's probably it's probably all right up in here already. Uh, so, and, oh god. So, anyway, so so anyway, so her mom goes in, and wait, who has sex with her mom? No, her mom goes into the room, kicks the maid out, and <laughs> proceeds to make her feel like shit. Oh, dude. Oh, is this where they're putting the fucking girdle thing on? Yeah, this fucking is where... Mom gets a holy girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the part. And, and so... I mean, dude, I didn't even have to think about fucking, like, what that... I didn't have to go, like, oh, I wonder what that really felt like. Like, when she did... I was like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. So this is where her mom's putting that girl on, sitting there, making this all her problem and not you know, her you know mom's the funny part problem. Is, though? You know what the funny part is? What? That had been one of you eighty girls from the eighties, you know, mm-hmm. you, you girls from the eighties, you know, you guys would fucking turn around, and deck your fucking mother, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, so then she gets stressed, and they go to. There you go. So see. Sure. You know, like once a month since she's done. Anyway. Damn good movie. Yeah. Uh, I need to buy the goddamn thing. So anyway, so then after that they go to Are we doing a sex scene yet? No, we're getting there. Fuck. <laughs> we're gonna skip ahead now. They're in church, okay? He's bugging her yeah, at who church. Gi- who, who gives a fuck about church? Okay. I mean, unless they're blanking in the behind the fuse or something. No. They go to church, she steps out, and he <sighs> says to her that if she continues the way she continues, Cal's gonna dim the light and the fire. You know what's her. funny? You know what's the funny part is though. You know, you know, I I, I hate to backpedal a little bit because I want to do the thing too. Is we did not touch over the whole fucking thing after the dinner. You know when Dawson, you you dress up, you can you can almost pass as a gentleman. Yeah. You know, Cal says doing yeah. at the grand staircase. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we like, and then we completely skipped over where he hands her the fucking note, says you really want to go to a real party. Yeah. And he goes down. We're, we're like fucking way, we're way no, over No, I here. already said they went to a party down in steerage. Okay. <laughs> I said, I said they were partying hardy down there. And she got up on the table and danced. Okay. All right. Anyways, go ahead. Keep going. Let's get to the sex. All right. So then he bugs her at church. And so she comes out and says, (laughs) and this is, don't church yet. No. And so she comes out and says, that was boring fucking church. I know it was. Says that (laughs) she doesn't want to see him anymore to leave her alone. And he says, I see you as a person. And if you go on this way, Cal's going to dim the fire in you. So she says, she again says, leave me alone and walks off. Then they're at, then they're dining again. This time it's just the ladies dining. And she's waiting for her her lunch. Oh well, the dinner was there. I mean, yeah. Besides, besides, the only cool part about the dinner was when Jack said, uh, fuck. "Yeah, what was, no, you didn't say fuck. What was it? I can't remember, but God yeah, damn it, <clears throat> I can't remember, but yeah, the dinner was the dinner conversation. He pretty much talked about how how he got on board the Titanic and is now having dinner with them people. And oh fuck, anyways, I'll sure I'll find it on IMBD when I go through the 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 uh, quotes and shit. Yes. And I said they had a decent dinner conversation. I didn't remember what it was, so I didn't touch on that. I just didn't touch on the dinner party. Anyway, so then she's 
the girls are their girls are sitting at I'm just gonna call it brunch. It's a ladies' brunch, and she's looking around, and this mom and daughter sitting there, and she's looking there, and the mom tells the daughter to set up straight and put the napkin in her oh, lap. And that's pretty much when Rose And then that's pretty much when Rose Rose's scene clicks. So then she goes back out and sees Jack, and then that's when that most famous I'm flying scene comes in on the end of the deck. Yeah. Where he says, Step on the deck. Do you trust me? Hold out your arms. You're and she says, I'm flying. If not, if we're not in quite order, who gives a flying fuck? All right. We have the sex scene yet? Then, no, we're not. Then he asks her. Then he takes, then she takes him to hit her sitting room and asks him to draw her like the French girls he draws. That's before the sex scene, isn't it? Yes. So she she gives him ten cents. She comes out wearing nothing but the but the uh heart of the ocean. Yeah. Lays down and he's <laughs> drawn her nude. Yep. Then the picture's finished. She shows him the picture. She goes get stressed. And then they see this person come out, I don't know if he's a gunnery or whoever he is on the ship, and she go. they go out the other door, down the stairs, through the engine room and into the cargo area and this is where they climb in the car and that's where the sex scene starts. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, that fucking window got nice and goddamn foggy, and when her hand went up there, went, that a boy, Jack! Remember before that though, he he sat in the front seat mm-hmm. and like, and then she pulled him back in the back seat. But yeah, yeah. When when the fucking window fogged up and her hand hit the fucking side <laughs> of the fucking window, dude, I'm just screaming and I'm doing this while watching it in a fucking home setting. Mm-hmm. And I'm screaming, "That boy, Jack!" So, Made her come. Uh-huh. I said it. And so. And so this is, and then it pans back Ooh, to. Warm in here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just thinking about that scene now. I know. Then they come up the deck, and it pans back to Old Rose, and they <laughs> says that they're six hours before the sinking. So. Oh my God! Oh shit! Do we know where it's at? What? All right, I'll be right back. You'll see scenes moving. Oh, Jason Rose, yes. Okay. I think he's gonna move a little off screen for a minute. Yeah, it's hanging up back there. Okay. I knew I should have brought it. I meant to. So you talk to the people. You can get into the uh, point. Because, I mean, at this point here, right after the section, you go up on the deck. And, and it's six hours before the Titanic sinks. <laughs> right. But this is where the fucking video came would end. Yes. And I would. Oops. Whoa. You hit with your chair. Oh, my bad. Okay. Okay. So at this point. They go back up on deck, and as and this is where the first tape ends. This is where the intermission is, and just before the just before it, old they go they pan back to old Rose and the crew on the ship, and they're now up to six hours before Titanic sinks. So then 
they're on the deck and the this is a be this is the beginning of the second tape now if you had the vhs but the crew's sitting there in the crow's nest looking out and he says he could smell an iceberg a mile away or something to long to that effect and and they said they noticed it's pretty cold and that the water's calm too but they'll give you guys about a curtain green tree why you do that and there's the jason rose shirt you want to tell them where to go get it i think that's the site is yep. it side side cantina yep go there Go to their uh, tea public store and you can get Jason Rose in the sidebar cantina tea public. If it's still available, I don't know if it's still available. Oh, it's still available. Okay, so yes, that's where you can get this. Get the Jason Rose shirt. Yeah, I need. You know what? I should have thought about that tonight. Being the Virginia mm-hmm. Titanic, I should have literally wore this fucking shirt. Yeah. But yes, there says Wally. Draw from, Jason like your French, French girl. Uh-huh. It says Wally. Draw Jason like one, one of, of your, your French, French girls, girls Dave. Dave. So <laughs> it, yeah, it it came out during one of the shows, and that and Dave said that to Wally Frogmore. Who is one of our, uh, who is a great member of the Sidebar Cantina family? He's from uh, Australia, I think. And fuck, when he drew this and we saw this for the first time, and Dave's like, I'm putting this on a shirt. The minute the fucking shirt went up, I bought that motherfucker. Yes, you did. Now, I've worn this shirt from Northern Nevada to back to Yuma one time. Actually, you, yeah. I've worn it around Yuma a few fucking times. And then you wore it from Yuma back up to Northern Nevada no, in go- September. No, no, I wore it home. Oh, okay. I took a picture of me when we were leaving Battle Mountain that day. Uh-huh. The day we were leaving, of me wearing the shirt. And that's when Mr. Ross sent me a, a text and he said, oh, I didn't recognize the, didn't recognize the uh, clean shape because I was clean shaven at the time. Yeah. Got to cut that clip. Yes, you got to cut that clip. Speaking of which, I need to talk about how the hell you do that. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. So, anyway, so, so okay, so let me, real, I made a mention earlier. Yeah. Okay, I didn't watch this movie until I started dating your sister. Yes, it was her favorite fucking movie. Yes, it was. And then I made, and this is as far as I'm going to go with this. And I swear to God, it was like 25 fucking times I had seen tape one. Uh huh. I'd never seen anything past the end of tape one on the VHS. So pretty much everything from when they go running up. I mean, I did see it finally, eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, for the longest time, I'd only seen tape one. I knew tape one pretty fucking good. I knew you did. Anyways, I know you're in the tape two, so let's go. So tape two is... I mean, pretty much from here on out, everything is just... It hits the fucking iceberg and the motherfucker sinks. Yeah, from here on out. So, they're... So, (laughs) they're up on the... There's so much more that goes on in the movie at this point. I'm just like, yeah, they fucking hit the iceberg and they fucking sinks. Anyway... So the captain and... Oh, did you make mention of the two guys up in the crow's nest? Yes. How, how they're like, well, if it, if that's what it takes to, to be warm, I'd rather be cold or some shit like that? Yeah. Yes. That's what they said. And then that, and then that's also the part where he says, I can smell an iceberg. 
can't remember if it's a mile or something away. And then it pans down to the captain and his first mate, and the captain's on the deck. And the first mate. I'm just going to go ahead and switch it so we're, we're headed there, anyways. Yeah. The first so, mate. Oh, I guess we can. No, you can go ahead and switch it because we're heading there. And the first mate set, makes a comment about it being a calm night, calmer than what right. it had been. And so he mentions that. And so the captain gets his tea and heads back to his quarters. Then all he, hell's breaking loose. Yeah. Hey, hey, have you read? Oh, I'm sorry, that's wrong. Seen it. Shanti's talking, or yeah. Chantal's talking about because yeah. Shanti, I mean, yeah. Shinobi. Yeah, Shanti. Where the fuck we're going to call her every week? We call her, we call Yo, her General every Shinobi. Week. General Shinobi. Anyway, so then you see him just right before they hit the iceberg. They finally notice the iceberg, and the one of the one of the two people in the Cronus says, "Sure, you can smell an iceberg." So then you see him start trying to reverse the engines, cut the power, and everything. Well, you know, if they would have had bigger propeller on that fucking. So that's what she said. So then they try. They do all this. You see all the engine room. Stuff flooding. flooding, stopping back, trying to reverse it, reverse it, and then that's when you see it all flood. It it hits the it hits the side of the the ship, and you can just see it tear it open. And so at that time, Kian comes to water. It starts with uh, third third class. It starts flooding from third class up, and then you then you see well before all this the the richy rich people that got first class come one of them comes out and says, Why did they stop the engines? And the whole the whole staff is going, Oh no problem, I'm gonna go find out right now. Okay, so you're gonna go find out. No problem. Just find out. So then they start taking people once they find out they hit the iceberg, they start hit having people commune commune in one area and All right. So I want to read, I want to read you a couple lines here that I just found. Okay. So at one point they Rose and Cal they run into. Remember, and at this point, remember he backhands her again. Yeah. Calls him, her, Jack's from his Jack slut. Yeah. I'd rather be his slut than your wife. And God, what a fucking dig that was. Oh yeah. I loved it. Oh yeah. Anyways, at this point, uh, they, they see uh, Mr. Andrews, Rose and Cal do. And Rose says, Mr. Andrews, I saw the iceberg. I see it in your eyes. Please tell me the truth. The ship will sink. You're certain? Yes. In an hour or so, all of this will be at the bottom of the Atlantic. What? Please, tell only who you must. I don't want to be responsible for a panic. And get to a boat quickly. Don't wait. You remember what I told you about the boats? Rose, yes, I understand. Yeah, and that's when they go and tell... That's when they head off to tell, because she says we gotta tell mom and Cal. That's when they head. That's when they head off. Well, at this time, Cal's in the in this in their cabin, making sure nothing's been stolen. Because by this time, they know that he's that she's with him, and Cal's a jealous, jealous motherfucker, and decides to try and see what he could do to set Jack up. So how he sets Jack up is as they're coming in to warn Mom. Okay, so I just jumped ahead. No. Yeah, I did. Oh. 
where 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 you're at, we're we're already past that point. Well, well, it, you're before you're before that punk rides red. Yeah, because as soon as she goes and Anyways, go on. as soon as she goes and talks to Esme, then yes, she goes and warns Cal and Ma. It wasn't Esme. It was Mr. Anderson. Mr. No, because that was, Anyways, no, because he, it was her and Cal. It was right after after they had Jack arrested and shit. Anyways, it don't matter. Go. I forgot my train just derailed. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it did. It derailed. It sunk like the Titanic. It did. And my mouth just go by it. No, it just fucking sunk. No. Uh, at one point, they're talking to Mr. Uh, Mr. Andrews, Esme, and, and Captain Smith are talking up there pretty much. Andrews is telling him it's over like 14 fucking, or whatever fucking doors above Sea Deck and all this bullshit. And uh, I love the one point where the captain asks uh, Murdoch how many people are on board, 22 souls on board, sir. And he turns and he turns and t- looks at Isme, who is the owner, the big shit from White Star, and he says, "I believe you'll get your headlines, Mister Isme." Yeah, and during all that conversation too, he someone says it's, this ship is unsinkable, and he says, "No, it will sink. It's iron." That was Mister Andrews that said uh, that shit. Yeah. Oh, I assure you, sir, she will sink. Yeah. So I love that line. Anyway, so. They start doing all their running around, running around. Uh, Jack. Jack is locked up. Yes. Which then, the one security dude with uh, Cal fucking starts rolling a fucking, fucking yeah. bullet, run back and forth, kind of. Oh, I think this, I think this boat might be might sink. Like he leaves. Eventually, uh, Rose gets away from him, goes finds, runs to find Jack, and. He has, she grabs a fucking axe. He has her practice on the door. They hit the same fucking spot, and she completely fucking misses. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God. So, got his hands in cuffs over the fucking railing like this, and he just, okay, hit as hard as you can. Now, I know why he said that. Because at least then, if she hit it hard enough, it should pop off fast enough that it won't, I mean, you'll eventually get the, the hurt. Uh-huh. But hopefully it'll cut just enough where it won't go squirt. Yeah. If she like, barely does it, then it's stuck in his fucking wrist. Yeah. He wants to. I mean, kind of like fucking Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You knew I was gonna throw some. I knew you knew I had to come come away with some type of Star Wars reference. Yes. I always do. Yes. In any movie I watch, I will come to a Star Wars reference. Yes, you will. Somehow, one way or another, I'll make one happen. Yes. Anyways, but she misses it. He still has his two hands and the cuffs are separated now. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And then from there, they're trying to find a way out. They find this child crying, pick, picks the child up, starts running the right way. Then the child's dad comes and takes the child and heads the wrong way. By that time, the water pressure is so great that you see the bolts pop off one at a time. The water comes in and drowns the kid and the dad. And they start heading up towards the top of the ship where everybody else is. This time, they everybody now knows what what's the hell is going on. And they're loading women and children. And they're only loading women and children to maybe a quarter to half capacity of the boats. Okay. And also, at this point, too, Rose and Jack, they find Jack's buddies. Yes. And they come to a dead end. Yeah. Which... 
Which this time they pick up a chair and break the gate open. <laughs> I saw it, and then of course everything got messed up. So anyway, so <laughs> Rose is saying, "Everybody move! Everybody move! Everybody move!" So as every as Rose is moving, everybody, Jack and his buddies taking this taking this wood chair up off the floor and going across, going trying to get this gate open. It finally does get open. And everybody gets out. Right. Okay. And and then of course they get up upstairs, up mm-hmm. on top deck, and 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 Tommy, the the Scott or I think who was he Irish Irish yes right. Hey, uh music to drum by. Now I know I'm in first class. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love that line too. But where the fuck? Damn it. It had. Oh, uh, here it is. Jack and Rose breaking door while the ship's sinking. Employee. Hey, what do you think you're doing? You'll have to pay for that, you know. That's White Star Line property. Oh, Jack Rose, shut up! Yeah, exactly. That was one of the ones. Yeah. I love that one. Uh-huh. As if you're really going to pay for it with the ship not even going to make it to sea or make it to land. Right. It's already done damaged. So, and also what we forgot to touch on, too, is also in the movie... Um, the other ships were trying to warn the Titanic about the icebergs and the Titanic told them to stay off this line and keep it open for the rich, rich people, you, rich people to communicate with their family. So, uh, anyway, and then the next one we're getting to while they're up on deck, up on top deck, they're trying to find a lifeboat so they can get the fuck off the ship. And, uh, oh, guess, guess who shows up? Cal. <laughs> the one that can't the one that can't control anything. anyways he realizes he's freezing so he put cal gives her his coat mind you this coat also has the heart of the ocean in it but he doesn't really remember that at the time uh they had it in here too uh anyways coat keep going about it so that then puts a coat on her, and I think that's where that line comes. Well, no, they get her on to go on to a a deal. A boat, yes. Cal says that. Uh, Cal, well, they argue with Rose going he, on a boat. He tell he's telling Rose that there's no lifeboat on the other side of the ship, and that he and Jack can get on the lifeboat and away from the ship safely. Yes. And that's when Cal then replies to her, and Jack backs up the story. Yes. See, I gotta catch my own, my own, sh- my own boat, and then Cal responds to Jack with, "You're a good liar, almost as good as you." Yeah. There's a no arrangement, is there? Oh, there is. But not. Not one. that you'll be- benefit from. Yeah. I always win, Jack. Yeah. And then Rose looks into Jack's eyes, realizes something's going. You know, there's a problem, and she ends up jumping, jumping off the fucking lifeboat. So and then he decides to go get her, runs because she's at the. Oh, you know what? One thing we forgot to mention too before that, and I, Ruth, her mom mentions to uh, one of the passengers behind her that will the lifeboats be seated according to class? I hope they're they're not too crowded. Yeah. And that's when Rose points out, "Oh, mother, shut up! Don't you understand? The water is freezing, and there aren't enough boats. Not enough by half. Half the people on this ship are going to die." Cal responds with, not the better half. Molly being, come on, Ruth. 
get in the boat. First class seats are right up here. Cal then says, you know, it's a pity I didn't keep that drawing. It'll be worth a lot more by morning. And then Rose says, you're, you unimaginable bastard. Anyways. So then Rose jumps, let's get back to Rose jumping from the lifeboat. Yes, Rose jumps from the lifeboat, heads into the level where the grand staircase is. And there, so then you see Jack come down to, to grab her. In the midst of all this, you see these two gentlemen come out. They're asked to put life jackets on, and this, oh, I hate this gentleman's answer. We're in our nice clothing. We don't want life jackets Dude, they're on. ready to fucking oh, die. I want a brandy. They're ready to fucking die. Those those two gentlemen that you're talking about right there? Yeah. In, in, in this top hat, the top hat and coat, they're ready to die. Yeah. They knew they're, that's why they didn't want, they would, would, would rather give up a life boat, even though they were rich. They'd rather give up a life vest to someone who would need it versus. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying they're coming. So? Fuck, dude, go give me a fucking brandy. If it was 2021, 20, that's what it would be. Or 2022, that's what it would be. You said now, yo, you, motherfucker, brandy, now. I want to die in style, bitch. Okay, understood. Anyway, so Rose Jones from the, the saving the lifeboat and goes to where Jack is. Jack catches up and says, Rose, you're so stupid. Why did you do that, huh? You're so stupid, Rose. Why did you do that? Why? And it's like, really? Are you that dumb, motherfucker? And then that's when she says, you, you jump, jump, I, I jump. jump. Right? Which is a, a refrain back to the beginning of the movie, movie. where, which we yeah. didn't talk about, or we did talk about it when she was on the back of the life of the, the, the bow. And he said that same thing to her. And he said, right. Oh, God, I couldn't, I couldn't go. I couldn't go, Jack. It's all right. We'll think of something. At least I'm with you. Yeah, and then that's when Cal finds out, grabs this person's gun, and starts chasing Well, okay, him. yeah, but before he does, he realizes that at that moment he put the jacket on her, it's got the fucking necklace in. No, not until he's shot the last bullet at them. Okay, yeah, you're right. After he shots the last bullet, and then down comes the owner of the gun, and he starts laughing. The owner of the gun says, what's so funny? And he says, don't you know? I put the jacket on her, and the jacket has the heart of the ocean. Or he says right. the jacket so then, has a necklace. Right, so then Rose and, and, and Jack are running through the fucking ship, yeah. the, the, the dining room area, the grand staircase case, area, yeah. and they come across Mr. Uh, Mr. Andrews again, and he pretty much just says, I'm sorry. Tells Rose, I'm sorry that I didn't build you a stronger ship, young Rose. Yeah. And he gives her the life jacket. Gives her his life jacket. And then she says, aren't you going to try? And she, he says, no. All right. So then the sh ship starts coming down. starts going down. Uh, the captain goes down with the ship, obviously. Uh, oh, we want to talk about that one part. Uh, light taller? Yes. Where they show light taller taking his own life. Yes, after which, he shoots a person. Which uh, Cameron, told, got, yeah, Cameron got. Got reamed for that because that's all fiction. That is huge. Fiction. Yeah, because the family of light, 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 lighter or lightharder or how you pronounce it said that's not what happened, and so he really got reamed about it on that, and he had to actually come out and eventually apologize to the family for getting that wrong because that never happened at all. 
He never fired his gun, never killed anybody, and never shot himself. Right. In fact, he went, just like the better part of the crew, he went down with the ship, too. So anyways, as the boat starts going down, and you start kind of seeing what was preordained by uh, the guy, the bigger guy in the scenes with Old Rose, where he's talking about how the ship came apart. Yeah. And eventually, the bow comes back down hard, and at that point, Jack tells Rose, we gotta get over, and they get over, they literally ride the top of the bow. Oh, down. Or the stern windows. Anyways, the back of the goddamn boat. Yeah, they ship. literally ride the back of the boat all the way down. And as they get closer to the water, at, at that moment, Jack says, uh, hold your breath. They were supposed to hold on to each other. They tried, but they couldn't. And as she was struggling, as she come back up for back up, some asshole grabs her and starts drowning her. Well, not I don't. He's not. He's not trying to drown her on purpose. The dude couldn't swim. No. So he's just trying to fucking hold on to her. Which then Jack Flynn comes around and punches punches this guy out. They go find a what? What was? uh, I'm saying it was a wardrobe door, but I could be wrong. It looked like a wardrobe door to me. It was it was a floating door, and he puts her on it. He tries to climb on it, and it dumps them both off. And bullshit! If if she would have, if they would have positioned it just right, they both could have got on it, and he would have lived. Well, that wasn't supposed to be in the movie plot. Yeah, well, that should have should have been in there. Then they could have had an opening for Titanic two. True. Return to the new ship or some shit. True. Anyways, Jack. Uh, while on the door and freezing his balls off and freezing to death. I don't know about you, but I intend to write a strongly worded letter to the White Star Line about all of this, he tells her. Yes. Eventually, though, um, the, the light bulbs are out, looking, coming back towards all the, the hope for survivors. Uh, at one point, Rose realizes at the back, she uh, tries to say, she's, uh, Jack, shakes, her, shakes his hand, trying to get his attention, Jack, Jack, boat. she looks back at the lifeboat, Jack, there's a boat, Jack, her smile begins to fade as she realizes he has passed away, and she, she shakes his hand again, Jack, Jack, she shakes his hand with more urgency, Jack, she begins to sob, Jack, she's realizing it's in vain, there's a boat, Jack. And eventually she lets go of him, which then he fucking... Well, yeah. Why? When she's trying to get his attention after he's dead, she doesn't quite let go of him right away. She lays back on the... back on the door and lets... and just lays there and with her eyes closed and then she finally realizes what she said. So then she opens the door, opens her eyes back up. By this time, the boat's floating past her and she takes him again. She takes his hands again to unwind him. He says, "Jack, I promise I won't give up. I promise." And then she lets him go to the bottom of the ocean. And then she jumps off the door, swims over to one of the crew members that are dead, grabs the whistle, gets the attention of the boat, and the boat comes back to get her. Okay. Anything else? And then once the boat comes back to get her, then. It you can see that it kind of pans between old Rose and young Rose, and so the next scene is these boats are coming up on the Carpathia, and 
the um survivors on the on the Carpathia are waiting for news, which as old Rose kindly put it, that news that would never come. So then he's then they're all together, so then lovely Cal comes down and the officer says, This isn't your class, this is Syringe. You won't find your kind here. Yeah, you won't find your kind here. This is <laughs> at that moment there, I felt like we were back in the fucking cantina when the fucking bartender, we don't serve your kind here. Yeah. And certain people right now that fucking love this love Titanic shit that never seen Star Wars are going, What the fuck are you even talking about? Yeah. And so and so he says you won't find your kind here. This is Sirage. So you see Rose, you see him walk by and you see Rose in a blanket hiding. And so she, he walks by, she gently turns her head. And just as Cal turns back around, she turns back around and Cal goes past again. And then, Oh, you're right. This is where she realizes, this is where she realizes he's, she's a diamond. Yes. Yeah. When she sees the Statue of Liberty as they're coming in, she, yeah, but before that, okay, my bad. Before that, Old Rose says he eventually married, got his millions. Then the crash of 29 hit his interest hard and he put a gun to his mouth. And so I've read. And then, yes, that's where this scene comes in. Then she is back looking up at the statue of Larry, puts her hands in her pocket and finds out she's got the necklace. And then she, it stays on that scene for a while. And then the next thing you see is Old Rose walking the deck of the sh current ship they're on and then she opens her hand and there's the heart of the ocean that he was looking for but before you see that the captain is talking to the granddaughter and says i wanted to save this till i find the heart till i found the heart of the ocean right which is a cigar we're back on the keldish by the way yeah we're back on the keldish yes and he says i wanted to save this but to be when i found the heart of the ocean and he says, I never realized what Titanic really meant because all I wanted was that heart of the ocean. And then she, he goes on to explain how after Rose told him what happened that day on the Titanic, it, he says, now I really know with my heart what happened. Then after that, that's when she's walking the deck, has the heart, goes to the end and goes, oh, and drops it in the ocean. That's the deleted scene. No, this is a this is the first ending. This is the first ending. Oh, this right. is the that's first right, that's ending. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Right. The lead scenes, the one one where the alternate scenes where they were Brock and them all catch her doing it. That's yeah. Right. So yep, she's right. going because oh, she's climbed back up yeah. and oh. oh yeah, and has has dropped it, and then the next scene is her back in her bed. And then you see the pictures of her life, and then they're back. Then they're back on Titanic at the grand staircase with her entering, him at the top, and yeah. All right, we and is that where the movie pretty much ends? That's where the movie pretty much ends. Yes. Okay. You good with your synopsis of it? Yes. And uh, out of ten, would you give this movie? I'd give it a ten. Except for there were some, there were some things that I later did research on that did not coincide with what actually happened that day. Oh, I just asked you to give it out of ten. We don't do that on this show. No. But anyways, you you consider this one of your favorite fucking movies? Mm, I do. I do. You do. Yes. It always okay. has been. All right. Good. Well, you can watch it again. 
in 25 years from now. That's fine. All right, good. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into a little bit of trivia here. Around the two-hour, three-minute mark, the elderly couple seen hugging on the bed while water floods their room were the owners of Macy's Department Store in New York, Rosalie and Ida Strauss, and and Isidore Strauss, both of whom died on the Titanic. Ida was offered a seat on a lifeboat but refused so that she could stay with her husband, yes. saying, and I quote, as we have lived together, so shall we die together, end quote. There was a scene filmed that depicted this moment but was cut from the final version. It was, it was Mrs. Strauss who originally said, and I quote, where I go, where you go, I go, end quote, and inspired Rose's same line in the film. After finding out that she had to be naked in front of Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet decided to break the ice, and when they first met, she flashed him. The scene set in 1912, the whole movie except the present day scenes, uh, and the opening and ending credits, have a total length of 2 hours and 40 minutes, the exact time it took for the Titanic to sink. Yes. Also, the collision which with the iceberg reportedly lasted 37 seconds, which is now, which is how long the collision scene is in the movie. Yes. Around the two hour and 35 minute mark in the scene where the water comes crashing into the grand staircase room, the filmmakers had only one shot as it at it because the entire set and furnishings were going to be destroyed. At around the 1 hour 26 minute mark, the hand scene sketching rows are not Leonardo DiCaprio's. No, they're not. They're not. But director Jane Cameron's in post-production, Cameron, who is left-handed, mirror image the sketching shots so the artist would appear to be right-handed like DiCaprio. Yes. We already talked about James Cameron went on 12 dives to the real Titanic. Yes. Uh, at around the 1 hour 25 minute mark, when Jack is preparing to draw Rose, he says to her, and I quote, over the over on the bed, the couch, end quote, the line was scripted, lie on that couch, but Leonardo DiCaprio made an honest mistake, and James Cameron liked it so much, he kept it in. I thought so. You thought so. You didn't think so. You didn't know that any of that until I just said it. I actually thought that was... Um... Yeah, I'm giving you shit, okay? Just calm down. Easy. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Somebody tell Ro in the, ch in the in the Red 5 chatter to just get back to the show. I'll show the shirt off again because I got it still on. God. You want to know who, who the hell Jason Rose is? That's fucking hilarious. Just tell Ro to jump, Ro to jump back in our fucking show and I'll do it. You pay attention. Uh, around 2 hours and 15 minutes, many, many of the core extras and used for the movie Took on characteristics of active survivors. One scene where two little girls are loaded onto a lifeboat. The man says it's only for a little while. It's based on testimony from one of the girls who survived. The man also says in the scene, hold mommy's hand and be a good little girl. According to survivor Eva Hart, these were the last words her father said to her before the lifeboat she was in was lowered. Uh, Gloria Stewart, being only 86, she played older Rose, Yes, was aged by makeup, so to play Rose at age 100, she did not find this a pleasant experience. She died in 2010 at age 100. 
R.I.P. Gloria Stewart. Seeing which, Rose meets Jack to thank him for saving her life was improvised by the two actors at James Cameron's request. And this fitting scene was almost all ad lib. Cameron, who credits Kate Winslet with the writing the heart-wrenching, and I quote, this is where we first met, line, during the final sinking, as well as suggesting Rose spit on Cal's face rather than as scripted jab him with a hairpin. According to Billy Zane, they had to do so many retakes. He sort of went numb being spit on in the face, and Winslet started using lube because her saliva ran out. Oh, man. Most of the stuntmen in the engine room scenes were only about five feet tall to make the engine room look a bit, a lot bigger. That's what she said. You watching the chat? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, reportedly, James Cameron spoke to and personally provided each of the extras, at least 150 of them, with names and backstories of Titanic passengers. Due to the long theatrical run of the movie, Paramount Pictures had to send out replacement reels to theaters that had literally worn out their copies. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it was such a it was such a high grossing movie. At two hundred million dollars, the movie cost more than the Titanic itself. The cost to construct the ship in nineteen ten through nineteen twelve was one point five million pounds. Equivalent to $7.5 million at the time and about $120 to $150 million in 1997 dollars. Uh-huh. And that is, but, but think about it. But you go place the Titanic, right, next to, like, today's cruise lines, liners. Uh-huh. And look how much bigger than fucking cruise liners are today compared to the Titanic. Yeah, the cruise liners are our little villages on, on the water. Anyways, that's a little bit of the, the, the stuff. The, the the whatnot. Um, I guess the only thing I want to talk about with the soundtrack itself, I had a great song by Celine Dion, "My Heart Will Go On." Uh, we ain't gonna. Yeah, that was the- that was used. That was actually a song that me and your sister used for our wedding. We're not going there. And you and your mother actually sang the song during the ceremony. I was not going to have you go there. Oh, I went there. Which once I get that videotape up uploaded onto onto digital, I'll cut that part out and we'll throw it up. No, no, absolutely not. You seem fine, Kim. Anyways, no, I don't. God, <laughs> what a girl actually <laughs> accidentally. Actually hid BYT, and so what? One girl actually accidentally hid BYT, oh. so that she unhid him, and she said, "Sorry, BYT." Hey, when the chat gets sometimes when the chat moves, it, it's easy to fucking do. I I know this. It's all good. Anyways, I I mean, for being a guy, I like this movie. You know. Obviously, when I first heard, when I finally did hear about it, I'm thinking, the boat sank. It hits a fucking iceberg and it sinks. How long of a movie can you fucking literally write for that? You see it come along, boom, hit. Hey, at 
Yeah. Well, I'll give Cameron credit. He did do a pretty good job. Like I said, yeah. like we talked about, there are some scenes. You just got to remember this story is big snow wrapped around live events, r- real events. Where mm-hmm. so at that point there, it, with it being a fictional story, you're you do have kind of the Hollywood take on it. Well, not the Hollywood. Well, okay, but but you have the as a fictional story, you have the right to change history. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. You know, and the thing to remember is is not everything in the film that was was done by real the real people of the White Star Line or real people of uh yeah the real people that were on the ship itself. Not a lot of that stuff was, you know they weren't portrayed perfectly. No, they weren't. I mean they I, in my opinion they made Molly Brown kinda weak. Yeah. And when you go look up everything about the real Molly Brown she she actually She was a spitfire and firecracker. Yeah, in fact and the, the reason why they call her unsinkable Molly Brown because she wouldn't take no for an answer. No, and she told that. In fact, I did when I did research on the unsinkable Molly Brown because after this movie, I was kind of curious about what the what was wrong, what was right about it because I had heard I had heard different things. So when I looked up the unsinkable Molly Brown, if I remember correctly, hopefully my memory serves me correctly, she actually told that crew member to back off took the oars and actually took the boat back there to see if she could get any any of the survivors if i remember correctly i keep talking and then also too as after this whole titanic thing i i was still interested on what exactly this boat was so then I started looking up different little programs on it, and there was one program that they had like a, a shot of the crew and some of the journal entries from the from the actual crew that that were saved by the survivors, and then um, later that year they actually took us on a tour. Of exactly the dock that Titanic was docked at, the warehouse they built it, and they said you can actually see the actual blueprints of Titanic and the White Star Line. And then they said that the other thing that I I actually um, actually uh, looked up on looked up on is White Star. After the Titanic sank, they wanted to sue the families for the uniforms of the crew members that perished in a, in the Titanic. Oh, White Star Line. Yeah, White Star Line wanted to sue the survivors of the the survivors of the victims for the cost of the uniforms that they wore. And then, as I got dug deeper into this, not only was there an investigation over the or across the pond on what happened, but there was also an American investigation too, because I believe there was about 10 to 15 Americans that were actually on Titanic the day that it sank. And so it became a whole big investigation here in America. And I can't remember the outcome of it. My memory don't serve me of the outcome of it, but it was like, it was, it was just, really really cool to actually i wasn't picking apart the movie per se i just wanted to know more about 
the events around what happened and actually figure out, okay, what part of this movie was a story? What part of this movie was actual events is what I was trying to do because I was so curious. I had always been curious about the Titanic. And so when I did all these, when I did this research on it through TV and other means of research, it actually, the full story actually came about and it was actually quite interesting on, on how everything kind of, um, kind of came together. And then another little, another little quick, um, another little quick, uh, bit of knowledge that I learned is Titanic actually had a sister ship and it was a Britan Britannic and that sunk about the same way this one sunk because they couldn't keep them afloat at all and then the other tidbit I learned about this too is the closest ship was the Carpathia, I believe, the one they actually, the one, the one that they actually came up on, but because they tried to warn Titanic, because they tried to, because they tried to warn Titanic about the about the ice iceberg about the iceberg storm all right it was let's kill yourself because we're gonna run we're running into that uh other okay so just to kind of wrap it up um just the other little tidbit of knowledge is the ships that were surrounding the Titanic turned their radios off and didn't hear the distress of the Titanic because Titanic originally didn't want to Night hear Hector. them. Night Hector. Night Hector. Night Hector. Night Luna Girl. Thanks everyone for joining us in the chat. Luna Girl, Dragon Buddy, Dawn, BYT, uh, Hannah, Mikey. I noticed Colby joined us in the chat. Thank Can't you. take the camera with you. Hook to the fucking computer, Colby. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us in the chat, Anyways, everybody. Uh, next week, what we got? Next week coming up, we have the. Anyways, let me get the episodes up. Also, real quick, while we're bringing up the episodes, if you're still interested. <laughs> Mark your calendar and invite a friend or two. Get ready to learn recipes and tips to make meals out fill your lifestyle with some of Pampered Chef's best products. Don't miss out on the fun coming Friday, January 28th. New launch party for Pampered Chef or Kimberly. Copy the website off your screen. And also look down in the description for the link to Kimberly's. Watch party for Pampered Shift this Friday, January 28th. All right. Anyway, so next week, Kim, what we got? We got Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Right. So we'll be covering Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. That's a funny one, too. So we'll be covering Groundhog Day next week. Tune in next week. Same time. Anyway, tune in at, at 7 o'clock Eastern time, 5 o'clock Arizona time. 
for our coverage on Groundhog Day. Again, if you like this, this uh, video, give it a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you thought of it. Again, thanks everyone who joined us in the chat. Luna Girl, Dragon Buddy, Dawn, Colby, Hannah, Mikey, Hector, Nicole, Nicole uh, General Shinobi, uh, Ro, Backyard Ro. Tardis, yes. let's see, Dragon Buddy, did you say that one? I don't know if I did. All right, and if we forgot, we're sorry. We didn't mean to. Uh, but until next week, guys, have a great week. And a great weekend. Be kind, everyone. Peace. Peace. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs>